And we're back. <laughs> it's been a hot minute. It's been a minute. We are profoundly sorry for being, what is it, eight weeks probably? Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe not eight. The last episode was sometime in May. But, in any case, it's been a busy several weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been out of town. Jessica's been home for a visit. And it's taken this long to figure out how many pillows we need for proper audio. <laughs> uh, when Kelly sends everyone this episode, he's going to send you the setup photo as well, just so you can get a visual. We're rocking a throw blanket on the table, six pillows from my bed, three on each side, two pillows from the couch, mm-hmm. and our faces are about 16 inches away from each other. <laughs> So close, I could almost kiss you. I feel like every time we do this, it's a little bit of a different setup to really figure out what works for sound, but this might be a good one. I'm feeling good about this one. I feel safe here. So, briefly, we won't get into exactly what we've been up to because it's been so long, and that would be about four podcasts worth of content. We don't want that much. Since the last time we've recorded... I've been out of town quite a bit working. Mm-hmm. I've been on Gouge Island, which is a small private island owned by one of our clients. Um, and they needed a new cedar roof. And although we are not roofers, we did um, supply some support for the roofing crew where some of the some of the structure needed to be rebuilt Um and we found a lot of rot and had to repair some things. So what was meant to be a four-day job, air quote, mm-hmm. four-day job from my boss, turned into seven 12-hour days, including a Saturday, a Sunday, a Monday, and a Monday that finished at four <laughs> on Vancouver Island. In line for the ferry on Vancouver Island. Didn't get on a boat until around 9.30. Mm -hmm. So that was a marathon. And just as soon as I got back from that, I went up to Whistler for four, excuse me, four weeks um, to the old Whistler project. Uh, They needed air conditioning in their two guest houses. And then that was done and now I'm back. But it's just been, since I've been back, you've been busy. Mm-hmm. You have a huge announcement. <laughs> yes, which I think everybody knows about now. But they haven't heard it from you, though. Oh, okay. Am I announcing right now? Are you done telling your piece? I have one more thing to say about Gouge Island, but it can be after your Oh, I feel like you should talk about it. Well, Gouge Island was just spectacular. I just wanted to say that. You it was should. like really talk about that it was like a mix between stanley park for anyone who's seen stanley park with old growth cedar redwoods and things like that and augusta national park which is augusta national is a golf course on the pga tour where they play the masters known for their magnolia gardens how big is gouge island like, would you say it was about as big as Stanley Park or something? I would say it was about a quarter of Stanley Park. Oh, it's small then. Well, no, Stanley Park is big. Stanley Park is the largest urban forest in the world. 
even larger than Central Park. Not many people know that. Yes, but for a for a private island, I thought I didn't know it was going to be that schmoe. Well, how big do you want the private island to be? There's four houses on it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I guess it's I an island. I haven't seen it. Well, that's what I mean. I guess I just relatively. I don't know how big private islands are. So no roads on this island, just paths, kind of like a golf course where you have a cart path yeah. everywhere to get from hole to hole. It's you drive a cart? Like Do you drive a buggy around? <clears throat> there was a golf course, a golf cart on site. Oh, okay. There was also a John Deere truckster on site. Mm. And we had a little beater pickup truck nice. as well. So when these people go there, they must pack up for the season and then make They only their way go out. for the month of July. Oh, that's it? That's it. And it's the Ho family. And where are they from in the mean like where do they go in the meantime when they're not there? Well, the Ho's are our client and they live in uh in UBC. A big house in UBC. Ooh. But the Ho family is one of the five big families from China that own all of the shipping rights out of China. So Ooh. they're Loaded, and in July loaded. when they go, when they go to the island in July, mm-hmm. it's not just the Ho family that we build for; it's the whole Ho family oh. from around the world. Oh. So everybody comes. Everybody goes. Yeah. Okay, and Makes they sense. occupy all four of the houses on site. Oh, yes. Okay. Anyways, enough about Gouge Island. Please <clears throat> tell us about FigAndMaple.ca. Well, as you guys know, I have a website. (laughs) After much um, blood, sweat, and tears and perfectionism and trying to get things done for this website, it's been, what, almost a year in the making, I think. It's finally done, and I can unload everything to the website and just get it up there and, yeah, hopefully have people go that way and I can be found more easily which is kind of scary but uh, you know you're in your safe little bubble on Instagram and you're like not a ton of people can find me but I'm comfortable with where I'm at but now with the website hopefully more people can see what I do and see where I'm at and then can book some cool jobs so so you'd like to be on Instagram less is that the idea yeah, I would like to be on there less and telling people, please email and don't DM me <laughs> or just go to the website. So hopefully that SEO is working and people can just get shot out that way. So What's an SEO? Search engine optimization. So it's Whoa. like keywords on your website so people can find you based on what they're looking for. Very nice. Yeah, so... If they're searching for the best heck and charcuterie in town, maybe they'll go my way. So the actual construction of the website was contracted out to somebody yes. in Vancouver. Uh, she's in Edmonton, but she's from Vancouver. But yes, and I found her on Instagram. And she actually just like continued messaging me before we even started working together. And I was like, okay, maybe I should give this girl a shot. So... I did. I mean, the website is is done and it and it looks really great and it's to the point. But you know me, I'm I'm never happy fully with anything. <laughs> it got to the point where Jessica had to ask me if it looked good, and I just said yes. 
because uh, it didn't matter what I said. Jessica has, she's got that. I don't know if it's an artist's eye or an owner's eye. I mean, it is your. I brand. think it's both. It's yeah. it is your brand, so ultimately you have to love it. Mm-hmm. But we got to the point where we're talking about the most <laughs> minor details, and I was just saying like, yeah, we gotta launch this thing. <laughs> Yeah, so now it's launched (laughs) before it fully consumes me. And I mean, it still will consume me. I'll I'll be on the thing every day looking at ways to change it because it's interesting, though. I find websites that I really like and it's on. So the platform that I used was called Show It. And I found one that I liked. You could buy the outline for it was like eleven hundred dollars and I was like cool I will just plug in my photos where I want I love the layout I loved how everything looked how it all just flowed into one another I was like I can I'll do that and then with this one it didn't translate exactly that way no, that would consume you though but it would consume me because I'm so yeah I like it's interesting I like creating content and visuals so when I do that I think it's. Best I get that, fully submerged. I think it's best that you had somebody else do it. Yes. Now, Jessica Still took just as long as if Jessica provided all the photos. She had the photos professionally done with her friend Janelle. Yes. Uh, and Laura, she did and Laura. Some too. And so this website designer created sort of your new logo and icons. Yeah, my branding. And you gave her the the palette, the color palette. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I think you doing it yourself would have consumed you is this is a girl that designs her own business cards, has 500 of them printed, and before they're even delivered, she's making new business cards because she changed <laughs> her mind for a color or a font or something like that. Yeah, you're right. It's just not practical. Not practical, but you know what? Now it's done, and now I'm looking at the... Um, the name on my aprons that I have and how it's changed. <laughs> it's different. So I'm like, oh, no, I have to But get it's it. still Fig and Maple. Yeah, you're right. Let's you're just right. take a break. We're going to leave it at that. Let's take a break with the branding for now and just mm-hmm. see how things settle. Yeah. And then. So that's done. And go from there. So that's done. Check that's it off done. the list. Don't now stress I'm just about gonna it. Be, yeah. And I just want to be working on like. Food. Food. Yeah. new recipes and creating that way so website is up and and it's actually good now i have all of the base work done so all of the forms and all of the contracts like that is all good to go as well so i feel very much put together that way nice so yeah you know here we go and for our most avid listeners what this was one of your New Year's resolutions from episode one, I believe, (laughs) was to launch the website and to, I don't know if you mentioned anything about getting all of your paperwork in order, but it was one of your resolutions in general was to launch the site and get that going. And here we are. We're going to have to refer back to that list. Six months, almost seven months later, but it was done. I take my time. I take my time. I'm not in a rush. It's a passion project. It, it takes yeah, time. It does. It very much does. Okay, so Honda Festival of Lights. What do you know about it? What oh, have you yeah. heard? What do you guys know? Tell us. Tell us everything <clears throat> you know. Well, the Honda Festival of Lights is a fireworks show that has been going since 
the 1990s. 90s. Specifically 1990 is when it started. Okay. I don't believe that it was as big as it is now. No, probably. In 1990. Was that 33 years ago? It's when I was born, yeah. You were born in 1990? I'm a 1990 baby. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> Every day we're, we get these little... <laughs> we get reminders. We get these little reminders. <laughs> how young and old some of us are. <laughs> specifically me being old. Any hoodles. Um, so the Honda Festival of Lights is a fireworks show put on in English Bay. So there's a huge barge out on the water. And the fireworks show is spectacular, especially since Vancouver doesn't do fireworks on Canada Day any no. longer. No. Um, so the Honda Festival of Lights is really the only fireworks you get in the city these days. And it happens three consecutive weekends. And yesterday, today being Sunday, yesterday was the first show of 2023 mm -hmm. and we were lucky enough to be able to experience the show on a boat mm -hmm. in English Bay with our friend James his girlfriend Alana and James's parents yeah. who may actually be the sweetest little couple yeah of all time so nice very friendly people yeah um and first time I've met them. First time meeting I've been them. friends with James for as long as I've been here. He was one of my friends from Granville, Granville Island Brewery when I worked there. And yeah, we always talk about our parents, but we never actually meet them. So it's my first time meeting them. Well, let me just say a little something about that. Because huh. originally when you said, do you want to watch the fireworks with James and Alana on their parents' boat? I thought... Oh, that'll be fun, just the four of us. <laughs> it wasn't until later that I learned that James's parents were going to be there as well. And then I started thinking, oh boy, <laughs> what could I possibly talk about with oh. these people for this long? Because there are so many boats in the harbor. The show doesn't start until 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. But we got we met at the boat at 6. And I'm thinking... Mm -hmm. Holy doodle, that's four hours yeah. of small talk, which is very far down on my list of specialties. <laughs> almost, you don't do the talking. Almost the top of my non-specialty mm -hmm. list. Yeah. But we made it work, and they were very friendly, and I was on my game, I have to say. <laughs> almost, you could say, leading the conversation at some points. Mm. Okay, good for you. When it came to... When you're meeting new people, though, and you have... There's so much to talk about. You are... Now a blank canvas to them, so you have to fill in all the blanks. It's a perfect time to have lots to say. But I'm just a blank canvas, though. That's all I am, though. I'm not super colorful. What you all I really do is you work. You have lots. Yeah, and you talk lots about work, and you get to do really cool projects. I do. My favorite, my favorite when you talk about yourself is when, well, when you talk about trips you went on like the exchange when you did brazil and then oh, sunshine yeah. coast at such a young age i like when you talk about those things you look cultured well i am cultured <laughs> it's just been a while since i've uh -huh. cultured myself yeah so we met james and alana at granville island yes at six at six o'clock and there were no big boats 
around for us to see. There were several small dinghy types. And we made a little joke that... Oh my gosh. There was a man... Uh-huh. There was a man in a dinghy down on the dock, and we made a joke. He said, oh, it's probably that one. I said, imagine us. We're all going to fit on this dinghy and watch the fireworks from this boat. So it turns out that was the dinghy. That was the dinghy. And, but the deal was that he was going to ferry us two at a time over to the boat, which was anchored in False Creek. Yes. So that was fine. Mm. So Jessica and I were the first ones to ferry over. Yep. And Ian, who's James's dad, told Jessica to sit on the bow of the boat. And then I had to sit, the bow is the front. And then I had to sit on the side. Well, there was a little bit of chop because there was so much boat activity. Everyone, mm-hmm. everyone who is anyone who has a boat was leaving False Creek and going out to English Bay. Yeah. This is... This is the area for anyone who's been to Vancouver. There's the Granville Bridge and the Burrard Street Bridge and all of the marinas below these bridges. That's where we were. So we were eventually going out to English Bay, which is out of that passage and into the bay where all the big tankers park. Yes, you're going out into the wide ocean that way. So about 10 seconds into our little Mm -hmm. ferry ride to the actual boat... The front of the boat gets engulfed in water, and Jessica's entire ass is soaked with salty water. <laughs> salty water, like not even, not even just a splash, and then I was wet. But it went up and under my pants somehow. And at that point, I was already like kind of crouching down because the dinghy was a little sticky, like on the outside, and I didn't want it to get stuck on my pants. And then you know just look like I had weird mark on my pants but instead I just made it look like I peed myself and these so are not it just went... these are not just regular pants <laughs> oh, no. these are beige linen pants they're beige linen pants so it was very very obvious that something is happening down there so the water <laughs> went up and into my pants so then down my butt and then it pooled under my thighs so not only was my whole butt wet like down to the back of my knees was wet and I was like I am going to meet his mother for the first time (laughs) (laughs) and it looks like I peed my pants uh but it was fine uh I didn't really show her my bum so (laughs) I just I just stood facing the sun and um, they dried it eventually it dried right it dried by the end of the night yeah yeah (laughs) so Eventually, we're, we all got on the big boat, which was a nice size boat. It wasn't big, it wasn't small, but it was very comfortable for the six of us. Mm-hmm. It had a big covered bow that we could go out on and sit and relax on. Yeah. It also had a very comfortable seating, seating section mm-hmm. at the back with a table where we had a nice little veggie platter, we had a sushi platter, mm-hmm. we had some dessert, we had some beverages. Some charcuterie. Some charcuterie. Yeah. People were jumping off the boat swimming. Yeah. Not me, not Jessica. No. Um, it was a very big coffee boat. My friend Rachel has a similar boat uh, that we take out on the lake, and it was it reminded me a lot of that. It was nice. It was very, it was very nice, yeah. I've already booked us for next, for next year. Yeah. 
we're bringing the snacks this time. Yep, made that very they clear. Off, they had everything available to us. Like, we just had to show up, which was so nice. Mm-hmm. Like, we've, we, they spoiled us. But we're like, no, you did everything. We have to bring something. <laughs> so eventually, we got out to English Bay and we put our anchor down. And there were, I mean, by the end of the night, or by the time the fireworks started, there were hundreds of boats there. Yeah, ton of boats, kayakers, paddleboarders, like everywhere. Yeah. Can we just take a minute, though, to recognize the dum-dums that yeah. took their canoes and paddleboards out to watch the fireworks yeah. with no lights, with no lights. On, their, on themselves or on their yeah. boats or boards or anything? So That was dumb. By the time... Like, that's an accident waiting to happen. Absolutely. And by the time we were all, like, after the fireworks show, it's now it's dark. It's black outside. Yeah, it's dark. And all of the boats have their red and green lights on the on the bow and their white lights on the stern, as you do. Um, but we were all, like, Mr. Suitcliff, he had us all, like scanning the water eyes out <laughs> eyes out for these kayakers and paddleboarders with yeah. no lights on their on their pleasure crafts and dark, and going across not really even flowing with the way traffic was going they were cutting across boats so they have <clears> no <throat> lights on and then you don't actually see them in your peripheral until they're in front of you and you don't have that much time to stop and it's it's like you you want to die today is that is that what's going on? <laughs> and like, yes, yeah, some oh. of the boats, like we're talking about Vancouver here. Some of the boats yeah. were big. We're big, yeah. Nice big boats. And they would be, like it was hard enough for us to see over the bow. Mm-hmm. But some of these bigger boats with even bigger, taller bows. like And they were going a lot fast. Some of them were going a lot faster than us Some of them too. were coming along. They there. were scooting yeah. by. So for them to try to stop for a kayaker or paddleboarder, just... Good on Mr. Sutcliffe, though, for Sutcliffe. Yes. Oh, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Yeah. Sutcliffe. Mr. Sutcliffe. It should be Sutcliffe. Maybe with two O's, but it's a U. <laughs> Anyways, Mr. Sutcliffe. Uh, good on him for keeping his cool. Um, showed some, like, really expert boatsmanship. Like, he anchored properly. Like, we mm-hmm. didn't have any drama with the anchoring. There was a huge boat beside us mm-hmm. that tried to drop their anchor, and then they just floated into us and hit our boat. Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, guys, and go away. You have the whole ocean. There's there's an <laughs> entire for... ocean for you to park. Go... And you... Yeah, go like 20 feet the other direction, yeah. please. And so... they only had their anchor down. They're like, oh, we have 50 feet of, of line. Yeah. It's like, bro, read a book. We got 85. Yeah, we were like 85, 90. Learn how to anchor, man. Get out of here. <laughs> I have no idea how to anchor, so that was... I mean, I probably would have been in the same boat. No pun intended. Well, but... as Mr. Sutcliffe explained, you take your depth, and then you add 20 feet oh. to allow for swells, to yeah. allow for waves, mm-hmm. because if the wave pushes the boat if you have 50 feet of depth and that's all the line you put down and oh, yeah. a big wave comes, you're going to be. As removed. the boat goes up, rides the wave, now mm-hmm. the anchor is not anchoring. Yeah. And then until the boat goes down, the anchor yeah. anchors again. Yeah. 
seems easy enough and for somebody with such a big expensive boat yeah. that those people had that boat was like twice the size it was easily three twice, times the size yeah, of easily. ours had a couple layer lo, like levels yeah to it so and then the guy they got a little the guy on that boat came out like to the back of the boat like when we were really close after we after we hit after we knocked each other they re anchored and came really close again and so close that the guy had to come out onto the back of his boat and he was like two feet away from us he's like are we okay are we okay here it's like i mean i don't think we're okay no if you have to ask yeah then you're not if if you look around there's 30 feet in between all of the boats yeah and you guys are like i can smell i can smell the pizza that you're eating right now yeah exactly so no we're not okay no we're not okay (laughs) come a little closer so i can slap you yeah well we we scuffed their boat so they scuffed their own boat oh no i know i mean they got too close we bit them and we bit them so figure it out guys move on they tried to bite us and they got bit they got bit that's right now we can't move on from this without taking a moment to congratulate mm-hmm. our friend James on seven years of sobriety. Yeah. A truly Herculean feat. Yes. And a very humble one as well because he doesn't really talk about it very much. And we wouldn't have known anything about the anniversary if his dad hadn't brought something up and made a little speech. So James also, he graduated from his accounting program Mm -hmm. very recently. Yep. And in July, I think it was July 15th, he celebrated seven years of sobriety. Mm -hmm. So his parents had a little gift for him um, and a little speech from his his Papa Bear, which was nice. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, James would never really let on that he was... No. Um, at that milestone. No. We know that he is very much sober and actively um, kind of working with that because, I, I mean, for as long as I've known him, it's been that. So, But I had no idea what day it was, but now we've got it marked in our calendars. So watch out, James. Yeah, we're gonna James, we're going to be celebrating you every year. You're going to get cards. You're going to get flowers, uh-huh. cakes. Oh, cakes, yeah. He probably gets himself a cake, though. Maybe. I don't really know what he does to celebrate. No. Maybe just something. He's a humble man. Maybe we just need to leave him alone. But I'm not going to do that. Um, so that was our... People. You picked the wrong friends, James. <laughs> um, that was our Festival of Lights. Yeah. Now, it was a little tricky getting home because all of those boats who were out in English Bay now had to get back into the marina at the same time and so there were lots of boats and so we just sort of let uh mr sutcliffe do his thing and we got eventually we got off the boat ferried back to the mainland and Mm -hmm. then back to the truck and home Mm -hmm. home by midnight just after midnight it wasn't that bad yeah but like i said when we were on the boat i would have rather have been on the boat than on land with everyone just the oh yes. sea of people and that traffic because they close off all the roads is just a nightmare i don't want to be anywhere near that hundreds of thousands of people every year yeah come to see these 
Fireworks. Fireworks. And from our perspective on the water, we were looking back at the beach um, at English Bay and Sunset Beach, I think it is. It's English Bay, Sunset, and then the one in Kits as well. Yeah. Kits by the marina. You couldn't see... You couldn't see any grass. It was just no, it was all people. Just all people. All people. <laughs> yep. And just a little thing before we move on about how drastic of an improvement this year was. One of my memories of the Festival of Lights when I used to live in Kitsilano before going up to Whistler, I went down to watch these fireworks alone. So I threw a blanket down. I was amongst the people, hundreds of people. And these fireworks, you can tune into a radio station and the fireworks are themed and they go along with music. So you turn in, tune into the radio station, it plays the music, you watch the fireworks and everything is meant to gel together, which is cool. I don't usually listen to the music. I just like to watch the fireworks because the yeah. music is secondary for me. And they're so loud too. Like, However... At this particular park, I was sitting on my blanket, I'll just say in the middle of the park. There were hundreds of people around us. There were two groups, each with radios. One group was about 10 to 20 feet behind me to the left, and one group was about 10 to 20 feet in front of me to the right. So, in earshot, both of them, and both of them were in earshot of each other. They both had their radio playing, but their feeds were not synced up. Oh, so God. one was five seconds ahead or behind the other. And it was... Oh, it annoyed me so much. It was a Disney theme that night. So you knew all of the songs, yeah. like very recognizable songs, mm-hmm. familiar songs. But you could hear them both staggered. It was the most frustrating thing I've ever been a part of that's an over exaggeration for sure um it got to the point though where no one's nobody spoke up and said hey can one of you clowns turn your radio off everyone just let it be i got up and walked away i just found somewhere else i couldn't do it i couldn't (laughs) sit there and listen to both feeds staggered and enjoy the fireworks yeah so i made a calculated um decision I knew I wasn't going to be able to sit comfortably anywhere, so I was going to have to stand on the road to watch the fireworks. Mm-hmm. But that was better than sitting amongst the amongst music. the the staggered, <laughs> music. staggered music. It was painful. Yeah, um, I don't really know why. I don't think music even needs to be a thing really for those. Like, can you just appreciate the fireworks for? them being yeah the i think i feel like we're just you know? adding yeah like it's just more stuff you're yeah. just adding more stuff more stimuli because even when we were on the boat and we were listening to the music that was fine but even as sound travels you're not getting it exactly as it should be but so, that music that was on the boat that wasn't like the music though. no 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 the music that we could hear from the water from oh, the yeah. land yeah. yeah so that was that was fine you could hear it in bits and pieces but I kind of just tuned it out and I wasn't really I wasn't, paying attention I to that. Attention. And it was nice because there weren't, I noticed a lot of the other boats didn't have any music going on as well because you just, you don't need it. So no, I actually really watch liked the fireworks. <laughs> there were a couple of times where Mr. Sutcliffe turned on music like throughout the evening. Yeah. 
it's like he tried like two or three times to turn on music and every time I was like oh yeah this is nice and then he turned it off like <laughs> man and it was like nice background music like kind of yeah. like uh, I don't know who the artist was but one of them was like somebody like some live concert in London yeah music but yeah. it was it was like really relaxed yeah, chill nice. music but then when everybody's talking on the boat too and we're all kind of in different places it's maybe he just felt it didn't need to be on yeah maybe I wanted it though I wanted it bad <laughs> I even went I'll down bring your speaker next one time. time I went down to put an empty a few empty cans in the recycling and in like in underneath the boat mm -hmm. he had some like really nice music playing but it really quietly mm -hmm. and I just wanted to go up and be like man can you like turn that up and put it on the <laughs> But you I should have do stayed it. down there. Just well, no, give yourself you can five smell, minutes to smell listen. a little poopy down there. Why? Oh, because the bathroom. The right bathroom there. was there. Someone must have used it. Hmm. Just fine. It wasn't you. It wasn't me. Thank <laughs> you. I pooped before we left. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on. I don't know how you move on cleanly from a poop comment. That's my own fault. You always have to bring it up. <laughs> yes. We'll leave it at that. What are we moving on to? Well, a little special shout out to my nephew, the eldest nephew of all of our nephews. The elder millennial. Asher graduated high school, which was shocking for me to hear because I actually thought he was about nine years old. <laughs> yeah, you kept saying that a few times and then referring to the high school he graduated from. And I was like, yeah, okay, he graduated. He He's graduated. a grown-ass man. <laughs> and yeah, you just couldn't wrap your head around the fact that he was a now a grown-up. Does he drive? Does he have a license? You'll have to ask him. Maybe. In high school, did I have a license? Of yeah, course. I yeah, you get your, you get your license yeah. when you're 16. Yeah. It's possible that Asher's been driving for two years without me knowing. Yeah. And when you really think about it, it's possible that Porsche drives. Maybe. Is Porsche 16? If Asher's 18... Are they two years apart? I don't know. You're going to have to do some research. Are they two years he apart? He is completely baffled right now, if you guys could see his face. <laughs> He's really I thinking. mean, Asher got, his Asher got his first job this year at the library, which I thought was sweet. I didn't mm -hmm. think he would one-up it immediately by graduating high school and going to university. <laughs> Kids do grow up and do things. Quickly. Mm -hmm. Time flies. Yeah, time flies, I guess. Holy smokes. So congratulations on graduating. Congratulations, Asher. That is quite an accomplishment. You are a fine young man. If you even listen to these podcasts, I don't know. You're probably too cool. You're probably He's too cool probably for these. probably too cool, yeah. If you're 18 years old, I don't even think... You probably don't even want me to hug you when I, when I come home for Christmas. That's not new, though. I he think never maybe. Wants. No, he has never enjoyed hugs from me. Never. From you? Or maybe just in general. Maybe he's not a hugger. Not everybody is. No, I know. He's definitely not. But that doesn't stop me, though. You've got to respect Porsche's not, that. Porsche's not a hugger, either. Well, mm. maybe they are now. Mm. But whenever I hug them, it's like... <laughs> they a, are because you like forced a, them to be. like a stranger is hugging them. They're like, a stranger danger. Um, and if we're going to shout out Asher, we have to shout out Aubrey, Aubrey and Levi for their another successful lemonade stand. <laughs> we saw one today. We didn't stop. We did see one today. Yeah, yeah we did. 
We weren't um, able to stop for that one. For anyone not in my family jamly chat, you might be interested to know that Aubrey and Levi set up a lemonade stand. Aubrey is the older of the two. Levi is a young firecracker. Um, he looks like a boss in that photo. He does look like a sand. boss. Just <laughs> testing his own product. Yeah. Shades, shades on, no hat, in the sun. Absolute boss. We're going to have to send that photo along with this podcast. We could. We as could. Well. Um, but as the story goes, and I might get this wrong, but Aubrey... Um, though very chatty and very smart, it was less inclined to, how do I say this? Socialize. Socialize with the customers. Mm -hmm. And Levi, the younger brother, was basically shouting at everyone from across the street, uh, saying, just take it, it's free. So <laughs> That's how you make money. Aubrey has, the, has the, the business side of it down. Levi's got the marketing side of it down. We just got to get the two of them to kind of bring it all together mm -hmm. to make one winning formula. It'll come in time. They're what? Three and one and a half? How old are they? I don't, I don't know. They're probably going to graduate high school next yeah, year. Yeah, they're probably. I have no idea how old these people are. They're starting college. <laughs> um, almost done. Nearly finished. But we cannot... We cannot wrap this up without a happy birthday shout out to my mom, Jane Malloy. Mm. The reason this whole podcast started. Um, she is turning uh, one year older than she was last year. <laughs> and I want to celebrate that. So happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday. I love you to bits. Uh, every time we record this, I'm thinking of you. And I will thoroughly enjoy tomorrow, tomorrow being your actual birthday. I will mix this podcast tomorrow and I'll be thinking of you the entire time, uh, wishing you and hoping you have a wonderful birthday. And I'll also try to call you tomorrow give her a as call, well. Yeah. I'll give you a call. Um, side note, also Lauren's birthday passed recently. Yeah, yeah. So, also, happy birthday to happy Lauren. Happy birthday, Lauren. <laughs> the main reason you went home, actually. Yes. Yes. For pizza with your baby sister. Pizza. Yeah, was it? We had, actually, mom made chicken parm. And Whoa. Yeah, chicken parm and Alfredo for Lauren's birthday. So that was oh. delish, as per usual. But we had pizza other nights. And then the night that I was supposed to fly back, she also brought pizza from Austin's pizzeria so i had my fill does austin's pizzeria do the windsor pizza yes well i mean the pizzeria is in windsor so that's but that that's doesn't the, mean it does windsor that's the pizza. general style of Windsor. that's you, the only pizza you can get in windsor no i mean if you go to domino's or something like that pizza hut you're gonna get their pizza but if you open up a pizza shop in windsor you best be on trend with all the other ones because if not you'll flop windsor pizza is just thin crust pizza with shredded pepperoni shredded pepperoni it's the best it's pretty nice it's and the pizza nice. sauce is really good too actually next time we go we should we'll get my mom to freeze some package it and we'll bring it back with us 
Well, you could have Anything actually squares. You could have actually freezed and packaged some of the chicken parm and Alfredo. I'm just <gasps> well, well I mean, I'm just saying it, oh, that yeah, yeah. that sort of thing travels nicely. Yeah, for sure. Maybe you can just come over and my mom will make it for you instead. I'll be there this year. You have to Christmas. enjoy it fresh. Mom, relax. After not, Christmas. Not actual After Christmas. Christmas. After Christmas. I'll be in Keswick for Christmas. <laughs> but the Christmas season, yes. bleeding into the holiday, sorry, the, the birthday season, the New Year season, I will be in Windsor. Yes. And you can have some chicken parm and Alfredo. So mom, we're signing you up for that already. Chicken parm and Alfredo. Yep. Uh-huh. Doesn't have to happen, but... Oh, it Wouldn't has to happen. It. It's so good. Wouldn't hate it. It's so good. And then, yeah, we've got we've got a lot coming up this year. Lots for us to talk about for this next half year. Is that what it is? Next half year, yeah. We're about yeah. halfway through the year, a little more. Yeah. So lots on our to-do list. Lots on the to-do that list. we can talk about. That's for episodes in the future, though, not this Not, not this for time. today, no. no. Which, uh, we are still the podcast that goes unnamed the podcast that will remain nameless nameless. until we figure one out (laughs) well it's only episode nine we have episode 10 we have until episode 10 to come up with a name that we do okay yeah okay yeah we have to refer back to that list yeah well okay we've been we've been bouncing on longer than we needed to for this for this wrap up oh yeah we're wrapping up so we'll wrap it up okay So congratulations to Asher. Congratulations to Aubrey and Levi. Happy birthdays going out to Lauren and my mama. 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 I'll call you tomorrow. (laughs) Um, And yeah, hope you guys enjoyed our latest episode. Yeah. Talk to you guys soon.